Welcome to Zichud Daf Simani Mamrame Ram Goldray and Dirim Zakas Baba Kama Daf Ramad Zain. The fourth parak Shorshan Naga. The fourth parak has been generously sponsored with Zichud Nishmas Rosh Hadvorbas Arna Kohen Al Hasham. May your neshama have an aliyah. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the next mission states: Shorshu Mudla Minu Ve'Ena Mudla She'Ena Minu. An ox which is a mood regarding its own species, but is not a mood regarding other species, or it's a mood regarding people, but not animals, or it's a mood regarding young animals, but not adult animals, for damaging creatures for which it's a mood, it pays full damages. But for damaging creatures for which it's not a mood, it pays half damages. Rebuda said the same applies to an animal which is a mood for Shabbos and not weekdays. Amaram disagreed about the Mishnah's reading. Rav Zvid said, The Mishnah taught, but it is not a mood, meaning it was known not to be a mood for the other species. This implies that where the animal's disposition towards other species is unknown, we assume it is a mood for them. Rav Papa said, The Mishnah taught, is not a mood, meaning that where its disposition towards other species is unknown, we assume it is not a mood for them. The more explains how each more reads the other clauses of the Mishnah and brings two supports to Rav Zvid. Point number two is taught in a brisa, rot short nagach, if an ox saw an ox and gored it, short lo nagach, saw a second ox and did not gore it, saw a third and gored it, saw a fourth and did not, saw a fifth and gored it, and saw a sixth and did not gored it, nasimud lesirugin lesvarim, it becomes a mood for goring oxen alternately, meaning every other one. Another brisa teaches that if an ox saw an ox and gored it, saw a donkey and did not gore it, saw a horse and gored it, saw a camel and did not gore it, saw a mule and gored it, and saw a wild donkey, and did not gored it, it becomes a mood to gore all species alternately. The more asks, if an ox successfully gored three oxen, a donkey and a camel, is the third ox grouped with the previous two, and it would be a mood only for oxen, or is it grouped with the donkey and camel, and it's a mood for all species? It then asks about in the reverse sequence. And pointing with you, the next mission states, Shor Yisrael Shanagach Shor Shal Hektish. If the ox of an ordinary Jew gored an ox of Hektish, Shal Hektish Shanagach Shor Shal Hediot, or an ox of Hektish gored an ox of an ordinary Jew, Patr, the owner's exempt, because the Pasuk says Shor Re'ehu, the ox of his fellow, implying Velo Shor Shal Hektish, and not an ox of Hektish. If either the damager or victim is an ox of Hektish, which is not a fellow with the other party, no damages are paid. The Gemara notes that this Mishnah disagrees with Rabbi Shimon ben Manasi, who taught in Abraza that if an ordinary Jew's ox gored an ox of Hektish, ben Tam ben Mu'ad, whether the damaging ox was a Tam or a Mu'ad, Mishalom Nezik Shalom, he pays full damages. The Gemara proceeds to explain how Rabbi Shimon ben Manasi darshans the Pasuk. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, Shorshu Mu'ad an ox which is a Mu'ad regarding its own species, but is not a Mu'ad regarding other species, or it's a Mu'ad regarding people but not animals, or it's a Mu'ad regarding young animals, but not adult animals, for damaging creatures for which is a muad, it pays full damages. But for damaging creatures for which it's not a muad, it pays half damages. Rebuda said the same applies to an animal which is a muad for Shabbos and not weekdays. Amaram disagreed about the Mishnah's reading. Rav Zvid said the Mishnah taught, but it is not a muad, meaning it was known not to be a muad for the other species. This implies that where the animal's disposition towards other species is unknown, we assume it is a mood for them. But Papa said, Eno mood to none. The Mishnah taught is not a mood, mood, meaning that where its disposition towards other species is unknown, we assume that it is not a mood for them. The more explains how each more reads the other clauses of the Mishnah and brings two supports to Rav Zvid. 
Pointing to his Tana Braisa, Rot Short Nagach, if an ox saw an ox and gored it, Short Lonagach saw a second ox and did not gore it, saw a third and gored it, saw a fourth and did not, saw a fifth and gored it, and saw a sixth and did not gored it, Nasamud was Sirugin Lashvarim. It becomes a mood for goring oxen alternately, meaning every other one. Another Braisa teaches that if an ox saw an ox and gored it, saw a donkey and did not gore it, saw a horse and gored it, saw a camel and did not gore it, saw a mule and gored it, and saw a wild donkey, and did not gored it, it becomes a mood to gore all species alternately. The more asks, if an ox successfully gored three oxen, a donkey and a camel, is the third ox grouped with the previous two, and it would be a mood only for oxen, or is it grouped with the donkey and camel, and it's a mood for all species? It then asks about in the reverse sequence. And pointing with you, the next mission states, Shor Yisrael Shanagach Shor Shal Hektish. If the ox of an ordinary Jew gored an ox of Hektish, Shal Hektish Shanagach Shor Shal Hediot, or an ox of Hektish gored an ox of an ordinary Jew, Pater, the owner is exempt because the Pasuk says Shor Re'ehu, the ox of his fellow, implying Lo Shor Shal Hektish, and not an ox of Hektish. If either the damager or victim is an ox of Hektish, which is not a fellow with the other party, no damages are paid. The Gemara notes that this Mishnah disagrees with Rabbi Shimon ben Manasseh, who taught in Abraza that if an ordinary Jew's ox gored an ox of Hektish, ben Tam ben Muad, whether the damaging ox was a Tam or a Muad, Mishalom Nezik Shalom, he pays full damages. The Gemara proceeds to explain how Rabbi Shimon ben Manasseh darshans the Pasuk. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Lamed Zion, and our standard Simon is laser tag. Laser tag. So here goes. The shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, and then began to knock down alternating red team players, turned out to be an ox of Hektish and was putter from payment. Once again, slow motion. The shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, laser tag, that must mean more enough. Lamed Zion. The shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, which reminds us the more discusses the din of a shore that is moved to certain species and not to others. It pays full damages for what it's moved for and half damages for what it's not moved for. So the shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, and then began to knock down alternating red team players, which reminds us we discuss an animal which is moved with Sirogin, moved for damaging in an alternate fashion, where it gores the first ox but not the second ox, the third one but not the fourth one, and so on. So the shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, and then began to knock down alternating red team players, turned out to be an ox of Hectish and was putter. From payment, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Shorshi Yisrael Shanagach Shorshal Hektish. If the ox of an ordinary Jew gored an ox of Hektish, Mishal Hektish Shanagach Shorshal Hediot, or an ox of Hektish gored an ox of an ordinary Jew, Pater, the owner is exempt because the Pasik says Shore Ehu, the ox of his fellow, implying Lo Shorshal Hektish, and not an ox of Hektish. So once again, the shore that was moved to knock down red team laser tag players, but not the players from the blue team, and then began to knock down alternating red team players, turned out to be an ox of Hektish and was putter from payment. All right, so now we go to our four blah back Chazara. Daf Lamed Gimel. So the similar Daf Lamed Gimel is a pegleg pirate. So here goes. The pegleg pirate, pegleg pirate, that must have been more in Daf Lamed Gimel. The pegleg pirate who got injured by a tum and was told he could not collect Full damages, which reminds us, we have Machok, it's time to come in Rebekiva, whether a tongue that injures a person pays chasinezik or nezik shalim. So the pegleg pirate who got injured by a tongue and was told he could not collect 
full damages, became enraged when he went to take possession of the ox, which equaled half damages, which reminds us, the next mission teaches that if an ox worth 100 zuz kills an ox worth 200, and the carcass is worthless, no tell a short, the damaged party takes the damaging ox, which equals half the damages. In a price, Rabbi Shmuel says, you shall assure but basin, the ox should be assessed by basin, and the owner pays the victim up to its value. This is because Rabbi Shmuel holds that the victim is merely a balchov, the damages creditor, and has a monetary claim against him, but no claim to the ox itself. Rabbi Kiva says, Huchlad Ashur, the ox is automatically transferred to the possession of the victim. This is because he holds the Nisak as a shutov, a partner in the ox, but portion to the amount owed. So the pegleg pirate got injured by a tum and was told he could not collect full damages, became enraged when he went to take possession of the ox, which equaled half damages, and saw that the owner had already Shechted it, which reminds us of Brisa states, If the owner shechted the damaging ox or gave it away as a gift, what he has done is done. The Gemara asks, let him come and collect from its meat. Rav Shivsi explained that the difference pertains to Pachas Shechita, the depreciation caused by Shechting, for which the Mazik does not have to pay. Rav Hunabred Rav Shua said, This tells us that one who damages his fellow's lien is exempt from paying the creditor because the damage is indirect. Here, although he reduced the value of the ox which the victim would collect, he does not pay the difference. Daf Lamedal, so the similar Daf Lamedal is a ladder. So here goes. The injured shore leaning against a ladder. Ladder? That must be more Daf Lamedal. The injured shore leaning against a ladder and depreciating in value due to the mazik shore's horn stuck in it, which reminds the more discusses if the mazik or nizik change value after the damage, whether the damage is assessed, kashasa nezik at the time of the damage, or kashasa madabedin at the time of standing in judgment. Ravashi explains that the mazik is responsible for the injured ox's later deterioration where it deteriorated because of the original blow, because the nizik can say, your ox's horn is buried in my ox. So the injured shore leaning against a ladder and depreciating in value Due to the mazik shore horn stuck in it, watched a mazik and nizik try to sell shore tum and split the money while dividing the dead ox, which reminds us that there's a malchogus in the mission on how to understand the case in the pasuk of umachrus ashore achai v'chatzuas kaspo. They shall sell the live ox and divide its money, v'gamas amesiachasun, and they shall also divide the dead one. So the injured shore leaning against a ladder and depreciating in value due to the mazik shore's horn stuck in it. Watched a Muzik and Nizik try to sell short time and split the money while dividing the dead ox, when all of a sudden a man wounded another man by striking with a stepladder in order to get blood to give his dog, which he would be liable for, if he did on Shabbos. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yavon taught a price of before Rabbi Yochanan, Komakalkalim Peturin, all who do destructive acts on Shabbos are exempt from punishment because only constructive acts are liable. Chutz Mechovu Umavir, except for one who wounds and one who burns, which are liable even for destructive acts. Rayokan says the case of Chovu is a Chovu Kabo, one who wounds where he needs the blood for his dog. Although the act is destructive and the toll damage is greater than the benefit, his purposeful intent is sufficient for liability. Daf Lamed Hay, so the similar Daf Lamed Hay is a children's choir singing la la la. So here goes. The Nazikin boys choir, boys choir, that must be on Daf Lamed Hay. La la la. The Nazikin boys choir joyfully singing the Maka Adam Umaka Behema song, which reminds us that more brings a drush of Chizkiah's academy. Maka Adam Umaka Behema. The Torah compares one who strikes a person who is executed and does not pay damages, and one who strikes an animal who does pay, teaching that just as one who strikes an animal always pays, regardless of intent, of Maka Adam, so too regarding one who strikes a person, you should not distinguish between an unintentional act and an intentional act, or other exemptions from execution, to obligate him to pay money, Rather, always exempt him from paying money.
So the Nazikin boys choir joyfully singing the Maka Adam Umak Behema song. As two kids dressed as oxen pretend to blame each other for damaging a third ox, which reminds us, if two oxen chase an ox and one injured it, and it's unknown which, the owner of each ox can claim the damage was inflicted by the other and is putter until proof is brought. So the Nazikin boys choir joyfully singing the Maka Adam Umak Behema song. As two kids dressed as oxen pretend to blame each other for damaging a third ox, were abruptly interrupted when one father in the audience accused another of owing him wheat, and the other father responded, I owe you barley, which reminds us, Rabbi Barnasan said, If one claimed wheat from someone and the other person admitted owing him barley, he's putter from paying even barley because by claiming only wheat, he's admitting he's not owed barley and has forgiven that debt. So the simmer is Lulav. So here goes. The shore which had horns that looked like Lulavim, Lulavim. That must have been Duff Lamed Vav, Lulav. The shore which had horns that looked like Lulavim, that gored four oxen one after the other, as a tam, which reminds us. The fourth paragraph begins, If an ox scored four or five oxen, one after the other is a tam. Remer says, He pays the last of the victims his half damages. And if there's more value in the damaging ox after this payment, that excess is returned to the prior victim. And if there's still more, it's given to the victim before him. The rule is the later victim benefits. Rub explains that the mission falls Rabbi Shmuel's opinion that the damages of Atam are owed as a debt. So the shore which had horns that looked like loving, that gored four oxen one after the other, as a tam, belonged to a lulav seller who was disappointed when he was awarded a meager sella medina for the boshes of being struck in the ear, which reminds us, the Mishnah states, one who strikes the ear of his fellow pays him a sella for boshes in addition to the other payments. And the Gemara quotes a statement of Rav, any amount of silver mentioned in the Torah is Tyrian currency. And any amount of silver taught by the rabbis, such as the boshes payment for striking someone's ear, is in provincial currency. So the shore which had horns that looked like loving, the gourd for oxen one to the other, as a tam, belonged to a lulav seller who was disappointed when he was awarded a meager sella medina for the boshes of being struck in the ear, that he told the judge who was a gabite staka to give it away to the poor. Which reminds us, when the man who was struck was told he would only receive a sella medina, he said, since it's only half as this, I don't want to give it to the poor. Afterwards, he tried to retract, but Rav Yosef told him he could not retract. For Anim, the poor had already acquired the money. Although there were no poor people there to make the acquisition, Anin Yad Anin Anan, we are the hand of the poor and acquired it on their behalf. Rashi explains that Rav Yosef was a trustee for the local charity fund. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we discuss what the halacha is in a case where the mazik shechs the shore or gives it away as a matana? That's on Duff. Good number two. Which stuff do we learn from the drush of Maka Adam Umak Bahema that an act punishable by death is exempt from payment even where the person is not liable to death? That's on Duff. Good number three. Which stuff do we learn from the one is putter for damaging a shore shall hectish? That's on Duff. Lamed Zayin. Good number four. Which stuff do you discuss how to understand the Pasuk of Machus Ashor Achai V'chatsu Es Kaspot V'gamas Ames Yechazun? That's on Dav. Lamed Dal. Good number five. Which stuff do we have the case of a shore that is moved to knock down alternating animals? That's on Dav. Lamed Zayin. Good number six. Which stuff do you discuss who gets to collect first when a shore tom gores four or five oxen one after the other? That's on Dav. Lamed Vav. Good number seven. Which stuff is the case of a shore which is muad lamino, but not muad l'she'eno mino? That's on Dav. Lamed Zayin. Good number eight. Which of the one is permitted to run Erev Shabbos and is putter from damages? That's on Dav.
Good number nine, which of the owner of two oxen chase an ox and one injured it, and it's unknown which. The owner of each ox can claim the damage was inflicted by the other and is exempt until proof is brought. That's on Duff. Good number ten, which of the owner that all Kesev mentioned in the Torah is Kesev Sori, and any Kesev taught by the Rabban is Kesev Medina. That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody from Goldhar from Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.